Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, we dive into the topic of hormonomy, the enemy of hormones in the relationship. We talk about how a woman's cycle can have a pretty profound impact on your relationship. We talk about what it's like from Tara's side. We talk about what it's like from my side. And we talk about some real approaches to supporting each other in these moments and understanding. So stay tuned. I know you're going to get a lot out of it. Do you want to feel more emotionally and intimately connected with your partner? Then we have the tool that is exactly right for you. We have a program called Relationship Renovation at Home, and it is an amazing way for you and your partner to have a structured way weekly to work together. Because we deserve awesomeness in our relationships. Just go to our website, relationshiprenovation.com. At the top, there's a link to at home program, and it will give you a free lesson. If you want to just check it out and see if it's something that works for you and your partner, we know it will make a significant positive impact on your relationship. Hello all and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin and I'm, I'm sort of smiling ear to ear right now looking at Tara because we're in this like temporary setup right now. But we're in these two nice comfy chairs, and we've always done it from sort of more of a desk, office-y feel. And we're actually, it's exciting because we're in the middle of a transition. We're building a podcast and video room that we're going to be moving into and starting in just a few weeks. We're going to be recording there. We're going to have things up on YouTube. We're going to have a lot more like cool video clips from our show as well. So we're super excited. Now I have to do my hair and makeup. Do you? (laughs) Right now I'm in my exercise clothes and... Oh, I think people would love seeing you both Uh, made up and and casual. (laughs) All right. Well, we have a great show today, I think. We've titled it Hormonomy. Hormonomy. We just came up with that last night. Hormone Enemy. Oh, hello. Yeah. And so we want to talk today. I mean, this is something we have one, been navigating together for over a decade. For the duration of our relationship. Yes. But definitely we've been dealing with it in the last week Mm -hmm. as well. So it's sort of top of the mind for us. And we want to talk about it with everybody and sort of share our experience and and as always our clinical experience in, in talking to couples who deal with the same issue. And provide a lot of psychoeducation, but also tools to help couples get through harmonomy. Because I think a lot of couples deal with this when one partner is going through, whether it's perimenopause, menopause, menstrual cycles, like hormones and everything just feels like raging. And I'm sure the partner that's not experiencing that is like, who are you? And so that's kind of how I felt this week. And I said, EJ, we've got a, I think we've done maybe one show on this way back when, but I said, let's do another one because it's something we struggle with every single month, but every month we get better at navigating it because it's not changing. And actually for me- It is changing. Well, yes, but I'm saying it's getting worse for me. Yes. Like symptoms are getting worse. I don't know. I'm 47 and I don't, I'm sure that's just normal, but it sucks. Yeah. And I know like, because I've been thinking about this since you you brought it up the other day and said, hey, let's do a show about this. I know we're probably going to laugh a lot because some of it is comical, but it's also, it's a very difficult time. And so in us talking about it, I think there's, I want to be prepared. Like, I think there's the possibility in, if we're pretty honest about what happens, 
that it could be triggering a little bit. And that, so I think we have to sort of really embrace that, that we are in each other's care in private and in public, because as we talk about this, it's kind of interesting. We're both in private. It's just you and I in mm-hmm. this room, but we're talking about it in public and a very real way as well. So, I mean, how do you feel about that, Tara, talking about it? I mean, I don't think a lot of couples, I don't think a lot of I, men and women talk about this. I feel excited. I feel nervous. I feel grateful that we can go through what we go through every single month and we we're still together. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's different for everybody. And so everyone's probably going to relate different to me, but it's a common issue that Absolutely. we've seen in our practice. So, yeah. So what's, I mean, for you, Tara, like, what's like a launching point I feel into like, this? I feel like a launching point is me interviewing you okay. about what it's like for you to see me and maybe not even know it's like, I have a tracker. And so usually I'm pretty aware, but when I have a day that I'm like, what is going on? I can't stop crying. I look at my little tracker and it's like plus two days, like two days late. And I'm like, oh, that's what this is. So I'm, I know what it's like for me. It sucks. It's horrible. I get super depressed for like two to three days. And then I get a little anxious. Today is a day I'm feeling better because it's probably going to happen in the next three hours. I can pretty much pinpoint that. It's like the day it happens, I feel better. So I just want to interview you. What is it like for you? And what has it been like over the years we've been together to see me struggle in that way? Should I just go broad and- I think so. Okay. I mean, it's been a challenge. It's It's been a challenge. Because, um, <laughs> you know, most people have dated multiple people throughout their lives before they end up with their life partner. And so I was also aware coming in, you know, I'm starting to date you, that different women have different experiences. And I've dated people who have really intense premenstrual and I've dated people who had less. And so so it wasn't like the first time that I was with somebody who had a very intense experience around it. So, you know, I wasn't completely unprepared for it. What it's been like for me is a constant monthly trying to figure out how to be skillful, loving, caring, supportive, but also sort of take care of myself as well. And that's been a challenge. It's been hard in some ways because it's a time where you need and you've asked for and you've been very specific about your needs around it, where I feel like it's almost a test. It's like it's like a monthly test on some level of like, can I deal with this in a healthy way? And so it's been really challenging also because it's similar but very different. There are months where, where it truly isn't that disruptive. And then there's months like this month where its in intensity level is quite high and it's disorienting. I would say that's something that I've definitely been aware of is that it's, it's like disorienting. Like, and it can last like two days or it can last sometimes like a week and a half. So it's it's definitely been a challenge to, you know, I, I hate like using that word deal with, but it, it's been a challenge to to know how to support you to get through it in a healthy way. First of all, when it lasts a week and a half, that is horrific. And it <laughs> it's usually like two very intense days. But 
from beginning to end, it's about a week and a half yeah. through. Yeah. So, but there's like two super intense days. Okay. So I hear that it's you trying to support me, but also you try to take care of yourself and that every month it's kind of just like disorienting. Like we're still not ever used to it. That's true. You know, it's like, a, it's like a storm that comes in, you know, and you kind of see it, you know, in the distance here in Tucson, we have these um, monsoons that like you see these big clouds far away and then they just move in and then there's this intense storm <laughs> and they're beautiful, but they're also like, they're sort of destructive. You know, they can, I remember when I was a kid, it like ripped our roof off one time and then afterwards, it cools down and it's beautiful. The storm has passed, but the water has come down. And I think like the monsoons are sort of a good metaphor for what it's like. I love that you just used that. I thank you. You I, love a good monsoon. I do. Yeah. So let's flip it for a second. I mean, you've been dealing with this your entire life. Since I was 14. With different relationships. Mm -hmm. What's it been like for you? I would say... It's changing. I'm just going to kind of go with what it's like now because it's very recent and close because I was just a wreck the last two days. But I would say I start to get very irritable, as you know, and then it feels like my life is not what it should be. I start picking apart everything about you. I pick apart everything about the throw pillows. I pick apart everything about Arizona and Tucson and the heat and my clothes and my wardrobe and my body image. It doesn't matter. Like I feel very unhappy in my life. So normally you would think, oh, that's my period coming. I don't. I'm convinced that I am not in the life I should be. Convinced. And I convince you like what's going on, EJ. I just need you to be more supportive. I don't feel emotionally safe with you. Like it is the same thing that happens every month. You would think that we would get used to it, but we don't because I'm convinced that we're gonna just like totally break up. It's so awful. And then I look at my phone and I look at my little tracker and I'm like the plus two days. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I can't believe that my hormones, my hormonomies can make me feel so irritable, angry, frustrated, unhappy, unsatisfied, discontent. And then I just cry because you're so much better at being there with my suffering instead of being reactive, though you're still reactive. And I'm like, I don't you know that you're not supposed to react to me the next three or four days that I can't like probably wounding you by making these terse, mean comments or just my irritability or like, don't touch me, don't look at me. Ugh, like none of it. I don't want anything to do with it. And so I, I kind of feel some relief because I know, okay, like this is going to pass. And just like this morning I woke up and I'm like, okay, it's passed. I'm still in the thick of it because I'm probably going to have it today. But that feeling of overwhelm and depression has passed. I'm like, oh, I do love our life. I like EJ. I love EJ. Our kids are cool. <laughs> so that's what it's like for me every 24 to 28 days. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. What clicked to me when you were talking about that was a shared experience that we have that doesn't feel like a shared experience at all. And that we both sort of struggle with a very similar thing. And it's that you know, you sort of look to me and you're like, hey, you've, you've experienced like literally at this point, like hundreds of these. 
and you still react in the way you do, like, what are you doing? You know, and I do that to myself too. It's like, my God, I like, I know exactly what's happening here. I've experienced this before and I'm still struggling to do it in a way that feels like skillful, loving, kind. But then there's a flip, just like sort of you judge me about why I'm not adapting. I do the same thing to you. Mm. Cause I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I've only been with you for a couple hundred of these. You've been, you got thousands of these underneath your belt at this point in your life. And still you can't like find a way to, I know this is a very sort of male thing, but be reasonable. <laughs> like, you know, that's, and so I think we judge each other a lot because there's a, I mean, you certainly judge me and that I get it and, and you, you're transparent about it and I appreciate that. But I think I judge you a lot too because I'm like, holy moly, can you not like reel this in a little bit? How could we go through this again where you decide that you hate me, you hate our life, you are unhappy, you need to leave, it's over how can you not have a perspective on it? So we had a moment the other night, right? Where it got pretty bad. Like you were deep in that like sort of dark, mm. unhappy place. And I actually did, I think pretty well because I didn't get really reactive. I knew what was happening, but it was like, it was the eye of the storm, right? It was like when the water was dumping and then we called code word mm -hmm. and then we separated and I went to one side of the house, I went to my corner and you went to yours and literally like 90 seconds later, you came up and you were weeping and you were like, I'm I so, so sorry. sorry, I'm so sorry. And that's the disorienting part. Cause it's, it, it goes from like, <laughs> I hate you to like melting in my arms, like so like sad and upset. I wish everybody could experience what for some people, like, again, it's always, been very intense for me with my hormonemies. I love that. Okay. And so the thing that happens in my body, it's out of my control. I wish I could just go to a hotel for like three to four days every single month. The red tent. And leave my life so I wouldn't hurt anybody because I can tell that like my children are scared of me. You're scared of me. And I'm already super terrified of what's happening in my body because it keeps getting worse. Like my depression gets worse. My anxiety turns into panic attacks. It sucks. <laughs> and I'm going to cry now, but that's fine. Because if I could prevent it, I would. If I could take something that would make it better, I would. If I could exercise for a thousand hours a day to make it go away, I would. And there is nothing I can do that prevents that overwhelming sadness and irritability and it's intense and it's getting more intense and so I don't want people to be afraid of me I don't want to be mean to people it just feels save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the Kroger app get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So overwhelming in my body. I Like, I don't know how to regulate them. And I think a lot of women who experience this, it just hijacks them too. And I'm recognizing that I 
can't stay in that state for too long or I'll feel awful. Like you guys are already judging me. I'm judging myself. And so I try to become more vulnerable and be like, oh, I know it's the alien. She's here. She's taken over my body. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be so mean to you. I wish that I had this solution, but it's like we just have to plan and predict and prepare. Thank you, Dr. Stantak, and always around these days and we just kind of forget yeah. until it happens and then it's overwhelming. When you said something in there that I think is like very important and also it sort of adds to both of our struggles to figure out like, okay, what's going on here is that it doesn't bring thoughts and feelings that don't exist the rest of the month, right? What it does is it seems, and you obviously need to help me here, is it amplifies them. Because all of those things, whether it's like how happy you are in Arizona, issues that you and I have, depression, all of those things exist in the other however many days, 25 yes. days. It's just but that- they're manageable. They're, they're more manageable. You're able to communicate about them in more vulnerable ways. You're not completely and totally overwhelmed by them. Yeah. It's like someone takes like a huge needle that is filled with like all of the irritability and sadness despair, and anxiety right? and despair. And it's like, they just inject it into my blood and they're like, for two plus days, you're going to feel it all in this most powerful way. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And all I can say to anyone listening out there is having a partner, like we have had to work on this every single month. I'm like, EJ, I just need you to be super light and I don't want to hurt you, but I know that I will because I always do with my words, with my tone, with my disconnection, whatever it is. And it is so helpful when you can be like, okay, I'm going to like white knuckle this shit for two or three days. Because when you get reactive, it makes me feel so much worse. Like I already feel really, really bad. So when you're reacting and I can see you're like scared of me, it makes everything even worse. And it's already really bad. Yeah. Well, and when I, when I react to it, like I, I make it worse. I just, it's like I, f I put oxygen on the fire. I like, it inflames. And then- that's where we've had some really difficult, difficult, difficult times. And, and so I try to realize like my role is not just to survive, but it's to support you. You know, I, I have to, and sometimes that means like the other night, like I sat and I just listened, you know, I, I listened, I had my own internal thing around she's suffering. This isn't entirely real. There's seeds of it that feel like she's saying things that are real because of the fact that it's it's amplifying things, but this will pass. <laughs> yes. I can't challenge it and I won't, that's not gonna help. Like me saying like, oh honey, you're okay. Or, or we love each other. Or like that's not gonna work. No, I've you've tried that. I've tried it. And and so the other night what I did was I just, I sat and I, I listened. You know. And I hope people aren't hearing this like, oh, so basically you just have to take it while I'm dishing it out because that's not true. I try to be very accountable. Like I'll have my mood swings and then I come back and I'm like, I'm really sorry. And and I think if it turns to an abusive, verbally abusive situation that you have to use code word, you have to get out of there. It doesn't, I've worked on it enough to know that like, you know, I can be okay. Yeah. You know, like I can be really angry and irritable towards you, but you know, I would say 
I don't want you to take it. That's not what it is. But the more supportive and non-reactive you can be to my moods is so helpful. Like light, playful, anything to get me out of my heavy, dark gloom. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I was, when you said playful, I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, in, and in the other night's instance, I got to a point where what was being said was like, okay, these are words that like, that you can't take back. And I called the code word mm-hmm. and I was just like, burnt toast, burnt toast. That's, we have to, cause I had tried a couple times to say like, honey, I don't think that this is helping. I think it's just sort of like we're on a treadmill that's like picking up speed, but I didn't use the code word. And then at the end I, I said, burnt toast. All right, yeah, we got to stop this. And I mean, to your credit, we stopped, you know, you stopped, you went to the front room. I went into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. What happened then? Like what happened when, when we finally broke off? I think while we're using the skills that we might teach other couples and I was like, okay, what's happening for me? My hormones are just like surging. It's the most depressed I felt in a very long time. I've never felt that sad in my whole life. Like I think that was the most intense one I've had. In like my, what, 35 years since I've had it. And so I was like, okay, I could either be really angry and kind of disconnect from everybody in my life right now, or I could just tell you like, it's the saddest I've ever felt. And I think that's when I would chose to do that because I didn't know it could feel so bad. And it, it worked. You know, it worked on a level because you came to me. It worked also because I wasn't full of resentment. Well, that's what got me thinking. Like, we really have to do this podcast because so many people haven't developed the emotional safety that we have had, that we've worked really hard to do. And I could see how, like, hormonomies could literally, like, tear a couple apart if they don't have this way of planning for it and navigating through it because it still catches us every month, even though we know. But we've built emotional safety for the most part, and it's still really hard. So I was like, we have to help other couples understand that this is a subset of also if there's, like, already broken down communication and lack of emotional safety and a lot of reactivity, that during this hormone time, like, it could be very rupturing. Yeah, I mean, there's two things that jump out at me there. And one is when you came to me and you said, oh, I'm so, so sorry. You referenced like just how like how horrible it was. And I said, I know. <laughs> and you were like, no, you don't know. <laughs> I did say and I, that. And I recognize, you know, I have to recognize, and that's one of my like internal tools is I have to recognize like I have no idea what it is like to be in her body, to be in her mind. And and I think that helps because because it, it's it just I think it's a it's a backdoor in empathy. You know, empathy is like, you know, I can I, I feel your pain, right? Like I'm not judging you, I'm not sympathetic, I'm empathetic, but because it's an experience I'll never know, you know, it's like sort of a way for me to slide in. But the interesting thing is like I definitely know what it's like to be on the other side of it. And I know that that's really painful as well. Yes. And that's so hard for me because in those moments, like I can't be curious about you. It's like the triage thing. 
you know, like I can't give you any oxygen because I'm barely breathing myself. That's how it feels. And I wish I could be like, because afterwards, like today, I'll be like, gosh, what was that like for you? And I know it was like the toughest week in a really long time. And that's fine. But in those moments where you're suffering too, I can't give back to you. I wish I could. I think I did a little by being really vulnerable. That's what I can do. I can get my heels on Doug, my little period uh, hormones that like to dig in and be like, this is all your fault. How <laughs> freaking dare you? Okay. Actually, it's not. So I think that was helpful, but. Well, and I think that that's a dynamic that's important for outside of the realm of just hormones and period and all that is when whomever you're in a relationship is, whether it's your partner, whether it's a family member, whether it's a good friend, when someone is deeply in their suffering, there's this cloud of distortion around them that they literally cannot see through. Yeah. And empathy is is impossible to access. And that's one of the hardest things when you have, you know, maybe a partner who's depressed or anxious or you, or a family member who has a a serious addiction is you you look at them and you're like, "Hey, there's a whole world out here. Like come out and like see it from the outside and here, let me help you gain some perspective. But when people are deeply suffering, the, the cloud is so thick that it distorts everything they're seeing and it distorts their ability to be empathetic to the other person. And it's an incredibly unrealistic expectation. In the acute moments like the other night, it is illogical for me to think that you're going to be able to be empathetic to me yeah. at that point. Yes. But we've had to do a lot of work to get there. Almost like we should just like write a letter to ourselves Dear every EJ, month. Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> and then and Helmet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like we could, you know, maybe we prepare better. Like, Hey, it's going to start around these days. And what do you need? Maybe a girl's dinner. I'm not sure, but maybe we can plan better and see, because we just know that we don't know what it'll be like. Every month feels different, Yeah, but we could probably plan better. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm like shameful about saying this next thing because it's something I, I, I heard recently, like in the last like six months and I haven't freaking done it yet. And I keep planning it and I haven't done it and I'm going to do it is there was a woman who talked about her husband had a period kit. What? He had a period kit. We need to interview that. It was like, you know, three chocolate bars. Like, you know, I don't know, I'm making this up now, like a gift certificate for a massage and like a ticket to like, I'll clean all the toilets on Saturday. And he would present it to her when it was coming around. Like, here you go, honey. Here's your period kit. That would make me feel so loved and supported. I know. I I didn't want to tell you because I was like, I just want to surprise you with it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get that period kit together. (laughs) We'll let you guys know. Open the door, throw it in, and slam the door. Hormonomy kit. The hormonomy kit. (laughs) But it's again, so whether this is related to period hormones, like for me, but it could be someone struggling with like, you know, hormone therapy. That, that is an, hormone therapy is an interesting extension here. We had a couple years ago who they were trying to get pregnant. It was actually a same sex couple. It was two women 
And one of them was going through all of the fertility stuff and she was just getting injected with all of these hormones constantly. And she was just emotionally- Like every hour was- Yes, and it, and it was like prolonged. It wasn't like for four or five or even a week and a half. It was like a few months of it. And it was massively disruptive to their relationship at a time where they really wanted to be connected because they were trying to have a, a baby together. So yeah, I was going to say this kind of relates to a lot of different areas, right? Whether it's someone that has hormone deficiencies or they're going through fertility treatment or they're going through perimenopause or menopause or just really bad menstrual cycles, like talk to your partner, partners be curious about what it's like for them. You know, I'm not saying you're completely out of control, but there's only so much control you do have. And then set up ways like the period kit, which has not happened for us yet, but it's going to, because <laughs> now you know in about 24 it, days. I put it out there. I'm going to get that thing going. That you guys will be able to navigate this better, right? We still struggle with navigating it, but we're, we're here. We're talking about it. It's still really uncomfortable. We still haven't perfected it. I don't think it'll ever be perfected, but how can we make it easier on both of us so it doesn't get us into that fury of that cycle? Yeah. People don't really want to talk about the difficulties they deal with around hormones. They just want to get through it. Yeah. And so I think our, our biggest message here is like, hey, can you and your partner after this episode, talk about it. Like, how has it affected you guys? What are your individual and couple experience like? What narratives do you notice? What repetitive patterns do you notice? And how could you maybe support each other in coming up with a plan that would make it feel a little bit more tolerable? Because it already pretty feels intolerable for the partner struggling and the partner having yeah. to observe. So I think this was nice to air it out. It was nice to yeah. talk about it a little bit more. Um, we're ho really hopeful that there's parts of this discussion that you connect with out there and, and you're like, oh yeah, that happens. And wow, we're not totally alone in this. And so we love to hear from all of you about your lives and your struggles within your relationship. So please send us an email, info at relationshiprenovation.com. Tell us what's going on in your relationship and things that you'd like some, some guidance or you'd like us to talk more about. It really helps us tailor this show to your needs. Yeah, thank you for listening. As always, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Singing on the train, me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.